You're listening to the podcast version of Spark TV, an interview series with the world's most inspiring women in business. These are honest business conversations over a glass of wine to help you shortcut your success in business. I'm your host, Danielle Lewis, three times founder, huge wine enthusiast and always willing to share all of the gory business details to help you grow your business no matter what that looks like to you. If you want more spark in your business, check out our membership Spark365 for daily business growth tips at sparkfoundersprogram.com. And a huge shout out to Spark TV sponsor IP Australia for their amazing support of the Spark podcast and women in business. Tamarin, thank you so much for being on Spark TV. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited too because I've been stalking you online. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm super excited to hear more about the business and share your story. So why don't we start there? Let's tell everyone who you are and what you do. Okay. Well, I am Tamarin. I am based in New Zealand. I have a tea business that is focused around supporting better mental health and well-being. Um, So we've got, at the moment, three teas that address different needs that we might have, things like stress or sleep, um, our gut health, our physical health. Um, And it all started with my own experience with stress and anxiety, although I didn't know that that's what it was called at the time. Um, I was working in a very busy corporate life and we were going through a big restructure and it was a very, very stressful time. We had, um, yeah, it was, it was the new, it was my first time going through that. So I didn't know really what a redundancy would look like and what it meant for our team. Mm -hmm. Um, and at the same time I was having all these like weird things happening to my body. You know, my throat would be really tight. My stomach would be sore. I would get like pins and needles in my fingertips. Um, And I didn't know at the time that those were uh, sometimes symptoms of anxiety. But, and I attributed it to caffeine. So I started cutting out caffeine from my life, but still missed having um, a hot cup of tea, a hot cuppa. So I started to have tea and design some herbal blends that helped with those different symptoms. And at the same time, because of the redundancy, my colleagues and I would connect and touch base and group, I guess, over this cup of tea. And it became our anxiety sessions. And that's oh, when you really go I love that. So it was two, uh, very terrible times in my life, but tea was sort of the, the nice little ray of hope that we had. So um, and so that's my first tea, anxiety, and um, and it's grown from there. Oh, I love it so much. And I feel like uh, today I need a hundred cups of this. So <laughs> I'm, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm super excited to talk to you about this because I think, you know, the people dialing in, the people listening in are business owners. So we can all relate <laughs> to feeling a little stressed and overwhelmed. And uh, this episode will be airing towards the end of the year. So I know there's lots of people who are just like over it, who yeah. are feeling burnt out um so I'm super interested in this because I think you know understanding your own uh you know health and well-being is super important especially as a business owner where you are constantly I think in a state of stress half the time um 
So, and I love that you drew on your own experience to create these blends as well. Talk to me about the three different teas that you have. Okay. So we've talked about anxiety and how that originated. Um, The ingredients themselves eventually morphed to support anxiety a lot more. So things like Mm. sandstone sport, which can help with your mood, Um, raspberry leaf, which can help with our hormones because often that can affect our mental health. Um, Licorice root, so if you've had a panic attack, it kind of helps your blood sugar levels, things like that. Mm. Um, And then another blend we have is called gut feelings. And there's a lot of research that proves that there's a direct relationship between our gut health and our mental health. And if we can look after what's happening inside, actually that can help what's happening up here as well. Um, So the gut tea has things like turmeric and lemongrass, and it's probably has a bit of immune benefiting properties as well, but really just to support our our natural gut health. Um, And then finally, my last tea was designed to support pain and and chronic pain. And there's a lot of rules around what I can and can't say legally. Myself, I have um, desiccated discs. So I get really, really bad um, back pain. I can't stand for a long time. And that really affected my mental health. Um, When I was going through that diagnosis, I couldn't even brush my teeth for two minutes, you know, standing up and wow. grocery shopping was a challenge. And that really starts to affect you because I look perfectly able-bodied on the outside, but standing in the queue for, you know, at the supermarket, I was in tears sitting on the floor. <laughs> you know, wow. like, yeah. Um, and so this tea, um, hemp relief came around from thinking of ways that I can naturally help my body with inflammation inflammation Mm. Um, and at the same time my dad got sick with cancer and so I was doing a lot of research around natural remedies and I mean there's only so far that natural things can go alongside medicine of course but um, things like willow bark is actually what is used as a in an aspirin so there's a lot of oh wow medicine today that is based on herbal medicine so I don't want to sound too woo woo but um, I love the woo woo here bring it on bring it on (laughs) very complimentary and so hemp relief has hemp in it as well Mm. and all just to really help with inflammation yes Yes. I can't say that it helps inflammation but um, that's what it's designed to do yes whether it does or not we yeah (laughs) well I'd say sample it for yourself people and and see (laughs) That's always, always a good thing. No, and I, I do love as well that you say it's complimentary. I think that, um, you know, this when it comes to anything in life, whether it be business, personal, health, usually there's not one silver bullet. There's not one answer. There's lots of little things that we can do for ourselves throughout the day that, you know, helps us get there. I mean, you know, I, I was thinking about even myself because uh, I'm go, I'm on the coffee bandwagon at the moment as well going, <laughs> oh, I've got to cut back because I'm feeling stressed and having three cups of coffee is not doing me any favors. <laughs> um, but I also know that it's not just, you know, cut back on coffee and then my whole life will be amazing. I've also got to think about all of the other things that go into it. But I love that there's an alternative. There's something that you can go to that is, you know, if you have a cup of one of these teas, it does will help you on your journey and be complimentary to the other things that you bring into your life. That's right. It is It's definitely a um, part of that experience. And having a cup of tea, of course, there's um, some 
some benefits through the herbs themselves, but also mm. through that conscious time that you're taking to stop and pause and have a moment and just kind of reconnect and, and have a breather. Uh, that in itself, you know, I think does probably more benefit than anything else. Just having Works wonders. time. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's so funny. My mum once said to me, she's like, you know, when you've got a headache and you take a headache tablet, you know, she's like, what are you, what are you doing with that? You're drinking a glass of water. So she's like, sometimes you're just a bit dehydrated, need the glass of water. You don't actually need the medicine. So, so she always said to me, just have a cup of water first and see what happens. You know, and I was like, oh, that's such an interesting idea. You think you're doing one thing, but really it's something else. So I love that, you know, not only is it the benefit of the ingredients, but it is also that, you know, time and space. You're so right. Like having, taking those moments is really important. We need to kind of give ourselves that space sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, to actually relax and get ourselves together. <laughs> yeah, so true. Oh, so good. So how did you, I'm always fascinated by people who've built product-based businesses and especially with a product like tea where we physically ingest it. I can imagine that going through the process of getting that all together, creating it, getting it certified, all those things would have been a really interesting process. Can you share, you know, that story with us? Yes. I mean, I never set out to become a tea merchant. (laughs) Um, My my background is product design, full disclosures. I do love design and I've always... um, That's why they look so good. That's why they look so amazing. (laughs) Thank you. So, yeah, so I've always enjoyed industrial design. My career took me through the path of customer experience design. So that's what I was doing for organizations um, in New Zealand, some of our big telcos, Westpac, Mm. um, designing their customer experience. We're trying to improve it. You know, it's only so much you can do with corporates. Um, So I've kind of always really loved the design process. And when this challenge in my life came up and then the tea was sort of this tool that I was using um, for conversations and for myself, um, kind of just felt natural to develop it and and design it. And um, part of my role at the time was doing customer research. So I would give customers, you know, broadband boxes and they'd have to like unbox the broadband and plug it all in and figure out like, do the instructions make sense? So my job was to test no, does this does it make sense? And yes. so it makes sense to also test my tea. Um, because the one thing if it works for me, but um, and so I gave tea to my colleagues and their sisters and their friends, and I said, please try, you know, these different teas. Mm. Keep a diary. Let me know what works, what doesn't work, what you like, what you don't like. Um, at the same time, I would go to markets and I would give different samples to customers and I'd be like, you know, what do you like about these and from a taste perspective? So it actually took me about 18 months to get the first blend that I was happy with. Mm. And I only sold anxiety um, in the markets and, you know, to friends and stuff for for a year and a half as well. And then we went into lockdown. Oh, joy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I lost my job at the airline that I was working for at the time. And so I thought, well, look, let's double down and um, focus on tea the whole country was under a lot of stress and mm. there was a big movement towards supporting small businesses and New Zealand yes. really, really got behind that. Um, there was this Facebook group and people were um, sharing different businesses and, and, and it grew exponentially and wow. that kind of launched the brand a bit. 
and then I thought oh I better start like doing this properly that registered with the council and went through all that process and it's quite overwhelming um I remember the first process of actually being registered with the Ministry of Primary Industries here and it was like a 70 page document and I was just reading through it and I was like like I'm you know I work with horrible insurance forms and and tell me like this stuff's gibberish but even this was like oh my goodness I don't know how I'm gonna get through this but actually like anything in business or any problem in life you just start it you know one thing at a time and just work through Mm. so that is the best advice we need to put a pin in that that is literally the best advice ever like you know when you have a giant challenge in front of yourself just like micro focusing into on the next step you know and not thinking about the 70 page document just thinking about question number one yeah, it is like the best way to get through anything yeah that's right and so slowly chipping away at it um and I mean it's your product is you know it anyway so actually it's not that hard um once you once you get started but that getting started is still very scary um and and then it kind of yeah just you kind of keep going and then somebody says oh have you done this and you're like oh no <laughs> I didn't do that so some of it was me being proactive other times it was um yeah just mistakes so. <laughs> well and that's it sometimes I think as a business owner we just trip over something and be like oh we need to solve that now yeah that's <laughs> right that's exactly right so a lot of tripping over, but um, yeah, it's kind of, it's working. So yeah. Oh my God, it is definitely working. It's a gorgeous product to a very important problem that we, a lot of us have, I think. Um, so no, you should be so proud. I absolutely love it. How did you go? I mean, obviously from a product design point of view, that process makes a lot of sense, but I, even as going from employee to business owner, what was that transition like for you? Matt, that was... <laughs> Um, even now I I feel like that's sick in my stomach it was really scary Mm. Um, I mean again at the time the whole world was it was a horrible time we were all unsure I don't want to say the word uncertain but that was kind of that was the theme you know job um personal life I'd just gone through a divorce so I was living like under somebody's house um with my two dogs and it was just it was not a good time oh (laughs) no oh my um, gosh and but I guess the having a project kind of kept me busy and yes. I really enjoyed it. And my customers that I did have were really, really supportive. They were so excited to sharing the design process with me and they were excited to uh, try new products. And even though everything was remote, like I would post um, samples to customers and be like, well, you know, what did you think about this? And so oh, I, I love felt that. really connected to, I want to call it like my community, but my customers mm. Um, yeah, and it kind of just keeps you motivated. You kind of in that momentum. Um, but yeah, um, I kind of forgot your question. Actually, I'm so sorry. Oh no, no, no! Just about no. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's just about going from employee to business owner. Like what that transition was sort of like. So the only one of the positive things about going through a divorce and you know selling the house and everything was I was renting this really tiny place. It was really cheap rent. Yeah. So um, my the risk was really low for me. I wasn't going to have to worry about a mortgage. And because I had been made redundant, I also had a bit of cash. Um, nice. Yeah. As well. So I had a bit of a buffer. And that's why I thought, look, now or never, 
Mm. Um, that Facebook page post got me, you know, I think at the time I think it was like $3,000 in sales, which was like more than I'd made like the whole year prior. Yeah. Um, and so I, th- I knew that there was potential to really grow this. And I thought if I can just get in front of that many people all the time, so easy, right? But anyway, yeah. I just I knew that it was possible to. Yes, to, it was. Yes, um, and and so I just did that through lockdown and never really went back to work after that. Yeah, I love it. And look, and it is. I find sometimes as business owners, just what's that next little um, spark of hope that yeah. we go? Oh, yes, this could be possible, and it just gives you that little bit of a boost to. Yeah take the next step, take the next risk, post in the group, start an Instagram account, like whatever it is. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think because New Zealand was so supportive of new businesses, it felt like a safe place to do this and, and a safe time. Um, eventually when, you know, yeah, um, I had to get this the, this office, that was quite scary because it was a case of, you know, am I sure that I'm going to make enough each month to pay the landlord and commit mm-hmm. to this lease? Um, then that was what was quite scary, but um, so far, so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Good on you. I love it. I love it. And what um, what's next for the tea brand? I love it. What's going on next in your um, world? So I actually Australia uh, a couple months oh, ago cool. we went to the we being my mum so my mum's joined me in the business she helps me mix and blend and pack the orders awesome um, and so we went over to Melbourne for the Reed Gift Fair ah cool yeah into Aussie and we got um, a couple handfuls of new retailers cool so we're going to just keep trying to push that um, and I think in the new year we might try another trade show and just. Yeah, it keeps expanding, I guess. Yeah. That's so good. And do you ship anywhere or? We do ship anywhere. We had a viral video a couple of weeks ago um, and we had a lot of people from all over the world saying, you know, can you ship to us? Can you ship to us? And so now we ship everywhere. Not very cost effective, but it's. It will be. It's one of those things. One of those things. It's like you're just say yes and then figure it out. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I love that what was the viral video how did you go viral (laughs) I there is a um New Zealand business owner called Brienne West and she created I follow her yeah yeah, um she's the creator of FT which was this uh, plastic free beauty products and she started a, a small business called business but better to help business owners, right? Anyway, so yep. I followed her and she said this she, she set this challenge that if you post for 14 days in a row, whoever posts the most in those 14 days will get a free like coffee with me. And I was like, I want a coffee with it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and <I'm> like and <laughs> very inconsistent in my posting. But when I had that, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it. So for 14 days I posted and um a video went viral. So I hate I hate that she was right, you know, yeah. <laughs> consistent posting. these works. gurus that actually yeah. know what they're talking about. <laughs> so the video was just a random video of, of my tea um, infusing in a, in a glass mug with an inspirational quote over the top. So nothing revolutionary, but um, the algorithm liked it and it grew from there. So, uh, yes, I, I should post consistently. 
that's the lesson here. Uh, But it is interesting, isn't it? I think sometimes we hold ourselves back from posting because we're like, what's the giant idea? What's the big thing that's going to go wrong? It's like, all I did was just try stuff, show up every day and just posted and something actually happened. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Exactly right. I remember um, the first day I found out about the challenge, it was like 11 p.m. at night. And I I can't be out of the challenge on the first day. Yeah. And I, was, I better post something. And it's amazing when you just have to do something. You know, I, I don't know what I posted, um, something really lame, like me packing an order. But, yeah, just showing up and just experimenting was, yeah, it was worth it. So Totally. And I think that that's, I think we said this at the start, it's like sometimes it's just figuring out what works and what doesn't work and doing more of the stuff that works, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I love it so much. Okay, let's leave our Spark community with one last piece of advice. So reflecting on your time and journey in business, would there be a piece of wisdom that you would give to another woman in business on her journey? That's an excellent question. (laughs) I feel, you know, it feels so natural as you go through it. Um, You don't really feel like things are happening it just makes sense. You're like, oh, I'm just going to try this out. Oh, I'm just going to do this. And the next thing you know, you know, we've expanded internationally. We have an office. We've got 200 stockers. Like, it's a business. Mm. And I was driving to work today and I was thinking, am I a small business? Like, when do you cross over that line from being a small business to a business? Mm. Um, and I guess then I, and then I realized, I was like, gosh, I don't even remember, like, getting here. Yeah. Um, so I guess my advice in the moment right now would actually just be to celebrate the wins that you've had Mm. you know be like oh my gosh I created this thing or like I've got a new customer like the tiny tiny things that happen actually are really big deals and you work really hard for that and we don't celebrate them enough because you know maybe we win an award and I'm like oh okay like I want to win this one or I want to do this and now I need another tea and I need to go into Australia and I've never actually celebrated that actually you know we've got 200 stockists in New Zealand that love us thousands of customers that love us like that's a win but I just realized now I should um take my own advice (laughs) oh my god absolutely because all of those things are absolutely incredible you should be celebrating every one of those but when you're doing something you're like okay I I think I can what's next what's next oh I love it and that is beautiful advice and it's actually a piece of advice that I'm going to take away myself today. So I appreciate talking to you. This has been absolutely incredible. You are incredible. Congratulations on your business. And thank you for sharing your wisdom with the Spark crew. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute joy to chat to you. And thank you very much for letting me share my story and journey. So thank you. That wraps another episode of Spark TV. Thank you so much for listening. I hope there was something in there that you needed today to help you on your business journey. We would absolutely love it if you subscribed and leave a review. This helps the Spark podcast find its way to other amazing women in business. If you want to hang out with us even more, join Spark 365 and you'll have me show up in your inbox every damn day with a business growth tip. Check it out at sparkfoundersprogram.com. Shout out to Spark TV sponsor IP Australia for their amazing support of the Spark podcast and women in business. And if no one tells you today, you've got this.